I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> One day when I came home at lunchtime, I heard a funny noise. Went out <laughs> to the backyard to find out if it was one of those what culture boys stood there was my neighbor called Wilbo and Wrestle Culture. He told me he built a pod machine who guys who talk wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said this is podcast 3000. <laughs> Not much has changed, <laughs> but I hope you like banter. <laughs> and your great, great, great granddaughter loves wrestling. Hey, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil Chambers and hopefully eventually by Adam Cleary. <laughs> Celebrate <laughs> 3,000 podcasts. I thought it really is apropos that we do not have. We are completely unprepared for the 3,000 oh, podcast. Oh, this is the 3,000th episode. We should have done something special for this. <laughs> yeah, so we will hopefully be joined by Adam Cleary, which is all the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, after 3,000 episodes, you better be. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Phil Chambers for what is a very momentous occasion. This is podcast number... 3,000. Nice. That's nice. literally the extent I've gone to. <laughs> Can you feel the celebration that we're having here in the What Culture office? Wait. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> that was wild. 3,000 episodes. So when was the first one? Uh, well, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to Adam Cleary on this. Hey. Um, he has done some research. I'll be honest, we still don't really know if this is the case or not. No. Because it could well be from when we joined our lovely friends at ACAST that yeah. support this podcast. So there's, it, it's one of those things. We'll never, probably more than 3,000. We'll never really know the truth, let's be perfectly no. honest. But um, according to him, it could well be the post-WrestleMania... 34 wow. episode of WrestleCulture, which he found the tweet from. It says, Adam Cleary and Phil review WrestleMania, the subsequent fallout. I mean, that's the same thing, isn't it? Re- yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Uh, predict what might happen at the Superstar Shake-Up next week. <laughs> Remember them? And there is a Raw After Mania quiz. I was going to use it for today's quiz, and I was like, ah. Oh. I really dialed that one in, didn't yeah. you, Will <laughs> And nothing has changed and nowadays, four years later. Nowadays, we have this. No, dear, that's wrong. So, <laughs> so four years? Three, three years? Three, three years. years. Three and a bit, three and a half years, basically. Blimey. I mean, we've done, we did do, like like you say, we did do podcasts before this, and I certainly wasn't even the one who invented podcasts. I came yeah, along obviously. And, you know, the previous guys have done a, a stellar job with it all. Um, but three and a half years since we've actually been able to make any money of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> quite, quite true, exactly. Uh, and once again, we should thank all of our lovely listeners for supporting us and bearing with us through all the uh, through all the years. And uh, yeah, ridiculous. Genuinely, it is absolutely mental that three and a half years later, we're still here. It was originally going to be the exact same three of us yeah. until Cleary got busy at the last Admin, minute. Let's and say. you're still phoning it in with the quizzes, I assume. <laughs> and... Absolutely nothing has changed. No. In three I, and a half years. And I will Maybe say... 
Well, we've got a fancy new buttons. That's probably about it. I will say <laughs> that I genuinely, hand on heart, right, have not planned that WrestleCulture would be podcast. It's just happened just that way. You accident. were in the office last week when yeah. I realised, and I was like, wait a second, we'll do, we'll do like so many podcasts a day, and then we've got the... Then on Friday, and we got to like, even on Thursday night, I was like, wait a second, so we got 2,996, I think it was. And yeah. I was like, wait a second, news, SmackDown preview, AW Rampage preview, oh, podcast. 3, <laughs> I'm using it because I've... Yeah, obviously. I've, it's either it. that or podcast. These nuts. So. <laughs> Probably not. What's your favorite memory from all of the podcasts? Three and a half years. I think, do you know what one of my favorite memories, and it's probably one of our most listened to podcasts. Yeah is the podcast, ironically, after another WrestleMania, this being WrestleMania 35, our WrestleMania 35 review, you obviously will know, I mean, you were probably more tired than everyone because you had got there before us and left after us that yeah. that long weekend that was. You stayed for when SmackDown was on a Tuesday, let's yeah. not forget. Um, but recording the WrestleMania 35 review, so obviously WrestleMania 35 happened. It was the length of, I mean, a day's work, basically. Yeah. Before yeah, that, we were huge. we'd snuck into the <laughs> Bullet Club block party. Of course, nearly got murdered by Haku. Yep, good times. Went to the show. Obviously, really enjoyed the show. It's you know, it's right up there. I know I'm incredibly biased because it's the only WrestleMania I've ever been to, but it's right up there with some of my favourite WrestleManias. Yeah. And then it's like the show finishes, and you're like, oh, oh, what a day! Right, time to start work now. And we did like you know, we did what went down. Uh, Miller obviously did uh, ups and downs. We did star ratings. We did you know all the news and all that. And then eventually we get back to our hotel room at about. God well, there knows, was. Let's just say the there were travel like, issues. Yeah. How lots. did you get back? Actually, uh, we jumped in the first taxi because I know I remember we stole a taxi a bit earlier than you guys. <laughs> Uh, because we needed to get back to do ups and downs because that had to go live like as soon as possible. Oh, after yeah, because you wouldn't have any signal. Yeah. yeah. So we'd filmed it outside the venue, outside the MetLife Stadium, and then joined the huge queue in the rain for the, for the taxis. It was like, oh mad my God, what are we doing? So desperately scrambling to get back so we could actually get this thing online. I just remember thinking, you know, when you just haven't thought about something, we've been so obsessed with like, okay, we've got, got to get to MetLife, and oh, that's completely in the middle yeah. of nowhere. And then you finish and you, you know, you go like, oh, just get an Uber. Along with, what, 80,000 80, other people. people. <laughs> um, and I remember that, like, I think it, uh, Murray and Sidge, for example, they managed to get one of the last trains. And then I think the trains stopped. Yeah, because we had to stay behind because you yeah. were filming fan reactions or something. That might have been And I was it, yeah. filming ups and downs, so we missed all the trains completely. So we were all huddled in, like... What's the film? Is it Cloverfield? <laughs> in this, like, tunnel because the yeah. rain was so bad. And like we just had our phones out and just you know, like you had Uber and all, all of us all the variations trying to get anything. Yeah, all the variations of Uber. And I remember we got one and we were like, Jackpot, we're sorted. And then we just watched this taxi on I think it was Jules's phone go the <laughs> wrong way, like out of New Jersey. And like Jules rings this guy, like, Hey man, where are you? I think his name it, I wanna I say his remember. name was like Adnan or something. I can't remember because all I remember is him saying something along the lines of, "I'll I'll make it a, a more politically correct in terms of being broadcastable. Don't screw me on this, Adnan. Like, do not screw me." And then like this bloke was like, "No, no, no. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just dropping off another passenger and then I'll come back." And then obviously hangs up the phone and immediately cancels yeah. the ride. And we're like, "Well, <laughs> we're going to be here yeah, forever." Right. And then this other guy whose name completely escapes me showed up. Adam Nicholas offered to name his firstborn after him, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so the story is, we get back to the hotel, and I think it's me, Cleary, and Nicholas, because me and Nicholas are in a room, and Cleary, you know, he's, he's wants to get involved and talk about WrestleMania 35. And, oh my God, it's awful. It's, some of the, it's, like, it's one of the most popular episodes we've ever done, and it's some <laughs> of the worst audio I've ever heard, because my voice has gone from shouting about yeah, the obviously. Iconics, of course, and it's we've been awake for at least 24 hours at that point. Mm -hmm. And I remember, we've talked about this loads, uh, Nicholas would do this thing where he was always moving when he was talking because you can't fall asleep if you're moving. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just doing that, consistently just changing his position. And Cleary, at one point, started making a point while still asleep. <laughs> and there's me going, like, because it, it probably starts with me going, oh, because like, my throat's yeah. buggered. 
We still had to do like another couple of days worth of work. We had the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. I we think had a we, live show the day after. Yeah, like it was, it was madness. But yeah, there's it's been uh, many many good times, and I want to give a mention as well to uh, to the Dadley Boys. Uh, everyone who's worked on the yeah. podcast, of course, but in particular Dadley Boys, who've just worked so hard and been so good because. I mean, all I really do is show up, ask him a question, and do a funny accent. So, <laughs> so thanks to those guys, but thanks to everyone, of course, uh, old and new of of what culture who, who um, made this all possible. My mind for the podcast always goes back. Was it after Double or Nothing when we were huddled around a snowball mic? <laughs> and yeah, Cleary was falling asleep on a couch. Yeah, we, we get, one of the days, me and you were doing the review of something that had happened, some show that we'd been to, or maybe just a, maybe a news. I don't, can't even remember. And he was like, can we wrap this up, guys? Because I want to go and watch, like, a gig or something. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go see Good Shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a very much, you know, because when we were going to America, we were like, well, we can't seem like we're going there to do a professional job. Let's just put one snowball in our case. <laughs> That'll do the job right. <laughs> That'll be fine. Huddled around it, like, me yes. only mic in the room. But it's ridiculous. But, yeah, like I say, from from the uh, the, the old guys, the Pachitis, the Blompiers, Jack, etc., cetera, uh, all the way through to everyone now, like I say, the Dadleys, uh, Andy, Cleary, you... Miller, you know, uh, the list goes, Gareth, I should absolutely mention, yeah. you know, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and I wouldn't be able to do it without him. I know I'm sort of the organiser of it all, but I just... You are the podfather. I am indeed the podfather. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Like, it was madness to, to think that when we started, I was looking and, you know, we probably made like 25 quid in a month. <laughs> yeah. And now, now occasionally, okay. we are the number one wrestling podcast here in the UK. Bonkers. Good stuff. And well even done. On, well it, done to you. No, you, it's, 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 it's don't not. Don't belittle your part in this. It's, You've it's, had a huge you, impact on it's this. It's you guys tweeting about it and stuff and, and responding to it. And uh, yeah, ridiculous that we're here at podcast. 3,000. Oh, what have I done? I've broken have it. You broke, did it work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all downhill. Yeah, let's try it again. Podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's just gone really quiet. quiet. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we should talk about general wrestling goings on this oh, yeah. week, of wrestling course. Podcast. It was That's Extreme it was. Rules on Sunday, wasn't it, it was. Phil? It didn't feel like it. <laughs> no, one Extreme Rules <laughs> one match, match and one Triple Threat match, and there's no DQs in the Triple Threat match except for this Triple Threat match, which that never was, made use of that. But <laughs> did have the best moment of the entire pay-per-view. Oh, that match was spectacular. I still look back on that match, and it makes me smile so much. I'm glad Hamlet was on the stream with us during that as yeah. well, because it was just a shambles in the best possible way. Hamlet made a really good point as well. Like, we talk often about Damian Priest being sort of Teflon to bad booking. Yeah. In terms of, like, he's still, like, he if you were, if you, the Royal Rumble was next month, he'd be a leading contender to win it, right? Yeah. And yet, <laughs> this is the same year he's had a match with zombies and stuff. Yeah. Like, he got and none like of that. Six-month feud with the Miz and yeah. Morrison that seemed like it was never going to end and just involved endlessly squirting in with a dripstick. And he somehow still come out of the squeaky it, clean. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and in that match, like, yes, he he falls off the apron, but there's yeah. also the, the Jeff Hardy botch of the twist of fate or whatever. Yeah. It was cursed. And then Shane just hops on <laughs> on top rope and goes... I'm pretend to be sort of simultaneously DX and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it was the best. And I just like, that's why I like Seamus. Yeah. He, he realized that it had all got. gone a little bit to pot. I'm like, all right, let's have fun with this. Why the hell not? And he just went out there and yeah, and made us all laugh. And I will remember that forever now. Yeah. It's SmackDown tonight, of course. It's the first night of the WWE draft. But we have to talk about they're not going to. Make good on whatever happened to the demon in that top rope break. And that was just to get out of jail free card. It wasn't really getting out of jail free yeah, either. He still pinned him. And they went, oh, well, oh my God, what's happened? I guarantee it's going to happen tonight. SmackDown's going to open. They're going to show footage of that. Oh my God, the top rope broke. Oh my God. And then they go, well, sucks to be the demon. <laughs> anyway, Finn Balor's drafted to Raw. And here's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, probably. I kind of want them to do something where it shows footage of Heyman and he'd like cut the ropes or something. But I honestly don't think that was anything in their plans. No. And it just, yeah, they were like, just like, oh, this is weird. I mean, points for creativity, I guess. Did we ever Not find out who threw the before? pie at Kevin Owens? Did we ever find no, out about yeah, who raised the briefcase? I mean, there was meant to be a story it's there, and they just good. went, ah, bollocks, who cares? Absolutely not good. And they're going to forget about it and move on, and it's a sad thing. But mm. props to Bala for actually taking that bump, because that you have no idea where you're going to go when that just the floor just drops out from yeah. you when you're up there, and you could hit anything on the way down. You're already balanced on two cables. Yeah. You're going to fall. Yeah. 
you like you might not land. You can't actually. You physically can't land with your feet on the second lot of cables because yeah. otherwise that bump looks rubbish. Yeah. So you have to deliberately do that. That means your face is leading the bump to the floor. <laughs> yeah. And you never know if your foot's going to get caught in something oh, or if you're going to fall backwards by accident. Like it depends where the rope falls. It's yeah, that must have been really scary. And knowing that was going to happen and just that standing up, like. This is gonna suck. I know that everyone just sort of laughed at it. I know, preposterous. yeah. It's so sad. Oh, I feel so awful for him. But hopefully, I'm hoping he gets drafted to Monday Night Raw and gets another shot at the title, just not yet with Big E as champion. Yeah, a little. Obviously. Take a little bit out of it. He'd be good. probably give him a like, US title run and go, there you go, that's everything. I was right, just about it? to say they'll probably make him feud with Damian Priest or something. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that would be a great, be great series of matches. I just think I need heel back a baller. Like, yeah. We were watching the, ironically, for the five-star review review this week, we watched the Raw 25 with the Balor Club kissing everyone's ass and yeah. too sweet in everyone. And, and leaving Seth Rollins out. And the, no, that, oh, was no, the, no, that was different. Yeah, yeah but the, this is yeah. the one where the revival got fed yeah, to yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, of It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what they need. Because the legends are back. But Sasha Banks is back, speaking of returns. Yes. And I was saying this to Sid earlier, you... Draft draft aside, as long as those three don't get drafted, you've got your road to the Royal Rumble, effectively, in yeah. terms of running through pay-per-views between now and then. Survivor Series, you just got brand warfare, and you can haul you over whoever isn't the champion into the, the blue brand team, if that's what they're going to do. Yep, and they can not get along. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, well, then you got that, and what? Saudi show, if they do if stuff they do anything. with women Queen of the Ring. There. Remember? Queen of the Ring, yeah. And then you've also got, like, TLC, and then it's the Royal Rumble, and then it's... WrestleMania season, WrestleMania season, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's all written there in the cards, and it should be really easy to book something <laughs> really good. But then we also thought it would be really easy to book Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, and we also thought it'd probably be really easy to book Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. And the build to both. <laughs> I mean, the build to as we felt the build to Becky and Bianca has been was good, aside from the SummerSlam thing. Yeah, apart from the SummerSlam, but the, the Sasha, but the build to Sasha versus Sasha Bianca, Bianca was absolute was, bollocks. Like it's one of the best WrestleMania. You know, matches. Yeah, easily one of the matches of the year. Yeah, and uh, and they, and they went in the build-up. And it was so easy. <laughs> in Boss the build-up, you... Versus EST. You just can't get along as a tag team. You know we've done that before, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> but then you've got the draft, and that's like a massive chunk of the SmackDown women's division that you're not doing anything with. And are they going to do that? I could... 100% see them somehow moving Bianca Belair over to Raw. I was going to say, Raw doesn't need people. I mean, Alexa Bliss is off now for a bit. She's got a sinus uh, issue that she's been operated on. Yeah. Get well soon to her, of course. So they could probably do some people yeah. there. Because they kind of reshuffled the decks with SmackDown by adding, well, I say they've added Naomi when she eventually actually has a match. Mm-hmm. They've added Naomi. Tony and Storm. Tony Storm and... Um, Shotzi and Shotzi Tegan. and Tegan and... Um, What's the face? Zelina Vega mm. back as well. So they've definitely padded that division, which, to be fair, it was desperate for. They had like and five women. And one of the lead news stories today is, you know, the likes of Dakota Kai, Zia uh, Lee, and Aaliyah, yeah, all three of which have disappeared off NXT for two months. <laughs> They're going to be added to it all. But yeah, I think I think Raw could do with shake-up. And people like, just staying on this topic, actually, in terms of people who probably could need, could do with moving shows. Me and Hamlet did this podcast probably about two months ago, the moment they announced the draft. Yeah. And it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like, within reason, almost anyone could probably do with moving, just as a bit of a fresh start. It's a bit like coming back from an injury if you move shows, because people are just like, oh, you're on the red show now, or the blue show, whatever. Yeah. So people like Ricochet or Cesaro are, are obvious. But I'd say... Shayna Baszler might be a hell of a shout. Yeah. Because yeah. you've got... Reset. The, yeah, you've, <laughs> you've got Beck, her and Becky, and you don't have to go near that for a long while. Yeah. But you've got that there, and her wanting like a, to run it back. Because at the end of the day, Becky did just roll her up at WrestleMania. She didn't just beat her definitively. And then if you give, put the title back on Bianca, maybe for once they'll lean on the history of her being this specter of like, oh, I remember when you were in NXT and you couldn't beat me. Yeah. It's, good. it's a really easy story. And now she's got a bit, touch wood, bit of a push, breaking pe- breaking fool's arms, yeah. turning baby face by breaking even Marie's arm this week. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully she's someone that I'd like to see, I think, maybe move and get a bit of a fresh job. But what, what for you? Yeah. Who do you I mean, if they're to? leaving Bianca Belair on SmackDown as well, like her versus Bianca is going to be easy, yeah. easy to book, and that would be mm. absolutely great. I think Liv Morgan and Carmella could maybe do with moving over from SmackDown. Liv Morgan's not had the best of runs on mm. SmackDown recently. Obviously, she got the win at 
uh, she's not going to be in the title picture. You're right for yeah, a while. But she's so not going to be in there. She's someone who'd be a good Cesaro-esque B-show challenger to a Charlotte Flair. Let's yeah, say, yeah, hundred percent. And I think, yeah, maybe she'd just have a little bit of a new lease on life being moved over to SmackDown, over to Raw. Sorry. Um, on the men's side, though, like <laughs> you name it, that whole both sides need a fresh a freshen up. A hundred percent. Apollo like, Cruz, maybe. Apollo Cruz could do with it. They've completely just forgot about his push that they were doing and then just <laughs> endlessly pitted him against Shinsei Nakamura. Don't. I think he was 8-0 with Shinsuke Nakamura at one point. Don't split up Boogs and oh, Shinsuke. Oh, God, no. 100% no. They need to keep that going. And Boogs on SmackDown is fine. IC champ. It's working. They just, just need new people for him to face because they've kind of done everyone. I think Keith Lee would be a great shout to move to SmackDown because mm. he's not done anything on Raw. And if you heat up Keith Lee enough to maybe face the Roman Reigns, even if it's, like, it's Survivor Series season as well. You can hark back to that moment that they had in the Survivor Series match in, like, 2019 or 2020 or whatever it was. I just want to get behind him. If Keith Lee moves to SmackDown and everything falls apart (laughs) with uh, The Rock at WrestleMania, let's say. Yeah, that'd be an easy replacement. But even if it doesn't fall apart with The Rock, like, if you have, like, Keith Lee versus Roman in a match... TLC or something, or like in on, on somewhere on the road to WrestleMania, maybe, or at the Royal Rumble, maybe. And then even if he loses that match, he then goes maybe a bit down the card, starts beating fools for ages, mm-hmm. and then eventually I think you can build him up to be a really credible threat to Roman Reigns, and maybe like come SummerSlam or something, like a guy that could actually maybe take the belt off Roman Reigns mm. if you treat him right, because <laughs> he has all the tools in his arsenal to be that guy. You just need to treat him right for yeah, one. Call him a bear cat. Do whatever you like. I don't care. Just <laughs> give him a push. Don't dress him in a skirt. It's not difficult. My big <laughs> pick for blue to red rather than red to blue, yeah. Edge. Yeah, yes, that's a good shout. Because you need to get him away from Seth. Yeah. They're going to have their last match at Saudi. So just have that match, but in the same time, have him be drafted to Raw. And then there's and plenty then... more guys. There's Randy Orton over on Raw. You can read <laughs> I'm joking, joking. Don't do that. <laughs> but do eventually want to turn him again. Him versus Big E be really good. Him versus Big E would be very good. And Big E must be on his radar as a guy that he'd like to face, surely. I ju- oh, be good. I just know as well, by the way, I mentioned this earlier. Uh... They're going to draft all the New Day as one, aren't they? And I'm going to go, excuse me, why couldn't you do that before when you split? (laughs) I mean, I know why you did that, but you just don't care about the rules, do you? Yeah, 100%. Anyone else? Any final picks for Uh, who needs to move? I mean, if I was doing dream bucking, I'd say this is the perfect time to get rid of one of the tag team belts, unify them like you have the women's, and just have floating tag champs, because there, A, isn't enough tag teams in Raw and SmackDown to warrant two belts, and they inevitably end up running the same match over and over and over again. And if you want a team to have a good run, that means you're beating teams over and over and over again. And that's generally what they've done, uh, especially over on SmackDown. Mm. Um, so, yeah, something like that, where you could just unify the belts, have, like, the Usos go from, from show to show and just have that as, like, these people are special. They get to go to mm. show to show and build up uh, feuds that way. And, yeah, you just cycle it out a bit and do something a bit different. I don't see them doing that, though. My final <laughs> dream pick, this is a real pie-in-the-sky sort of thing, especially because they've kind of evolved with something right now. If you aren't going to unify the tag titles, which I completely agree with you, they should do. If you aren't going to do that, you need a team on Raw who can appropriately bounce off RK-Bro and their wackiness and point out how stupid some of the stuff that Matt Riddle says it's not going to happen. For <laughs> but imagine Zach Gibson cutting promos on Monday Night Raw. I know hey, I say this every time, but the grizzled young veterans soon. What you got? Three to hours. Be to our tag team champions. Got three hours to fill. Give Zach Gibson a fucking <laughs> mic. Yeah, Cameron always Grimes. game. And Cameron and Grimes. Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes versus Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. Money, money versus money, basically. Yeah. Do the Battle of the Billionaires again. <laughs> but with people, likable people. Well, one likable person. Okay. game. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Um, we need to talk a little bit about Monday Night Raw, actually, because whisper it. <laughs> I said it the first week, and it's like, okay, one show does not make it a good show now. Yeah. But like we had the title switch. Yeah. And then we had this week, and it was, yes, it was WWE being cheeky little bastards. The WWE Championship's going to be on the line the day after a pay-per-view. We could have probably put it on there as well. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to open hey, at the least show. They announced it. Yeah. And it, it only had a day of build before, but it, at least they announced it. It opened the show. Yeah. The Hurt Business reunited. All right, not much much for DQ. And then they inexplicably went, we can have a steel cage match. Have you got a steel steel cage match? Have you already organized to have a steel cage hanging over the ring? Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> We've got it. There it is. Enjoy. And then they had that brilliant main event. Is, is Raw getting, I'm not going to say getting good again. Is Raw getting better? Yes, I think it's safe to say Raw is getting better. Um, I, have, they did, have they somehow rediscovered a love for factions in a small, small way? Like, did they see the kind of buzz surrounding the Bloodline versus the New Day as an idea? And then remember somehow, like, the Shield versus the Wyatts when everyone was super, super hot on that. And now they're like, oh, the Hurt Business versus the New Day. We broke them up, Vince. Doesn't matter. Put them now back together. Now remember that. <laughs> But like that, the Hurt Business versus the New Day would be a really, really good feud. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be absolutely fantastic. We've got the Bloodline versus the New Day that we obviously we already had, but like if you did it as a if Survivor you build that Series properly, thing, yeah, 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 have that as a big Survivor Series match. I just yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where we all go yes, obviously, and Vince goes, I've got a great idea. Yeah, I think they've got a lot of goodwill surrounding just Biggie having the belt in general. And because people just want the guy to do really well because he's mm. just so bloody lovable and nice. And it's happened and it was a great moment. And now hopefully you can go into a great title run with it. And they just need to roll with it and not, not do what they usually do and put their own little WWE spin on this guy. Because this guy is already like he has his personality. He is who he is very, very much so. And probably more so than anyone else on the roster. He's always been who Big E is. Mm. Just let him be that lovable, likable guy. That massive goof who's really entertaining and really funny, but then when he actually gets in there, he can absolutely kick your ass. Yeah, I just, I, I listened to a bit of Cornette randomly, he just popped up on my feed talking about this, and I was like, oh, great, let's see what he's got to say about it. He's not a fan. And I was really? like, all right, I get that, you know, he's a bit like wacky and unicorns and all that sort yeah. of thing. But like, I don't know how anyone can look at him and not go, what a likable yeah. guy. And also, He's that's legit. incredibly patronising for me because look at the size of him and what he could do. It's absolutely massive. Just that mad spear. If I was me I'd, and I looked like that and could do what he could do, I'd go keep all the promos and stuff, keep all the mad big ending, whatever. Yeah. I'm never doing this spear through the ropes again. You're mental. <laughs> and yet he does it on house shows and TV and that all the time. He doesn't pull it out just on special occasions. Like, I think he is... Someone who can really, I said this before, in terms of, I was talking about MJF just the other day, in terms of like a world champion, you think about like when The Miz was used to go on like Conan O'Brien or Cena yeah. obviously was on like Jimmy Fallon. If you put like MJF as AEW world champion, which he will be, I reckon, within the next year, yeah. and you give him five minutes on a late night talk show in America, people would be like, who the is this guy? <laughs> yeah. And is he allowed to say that? I mean, he said this week, hey, Darby <laughs> Allen. It's a tragedy that your uncle died in that car crash because it should have been you. And we all went, 
Is that, is that okay? <laughs> he, told, he told Brian Pillman that his mum should have swallowed him last He's week. He's on a roll. But in, in, in a similar way, the sort of opposite end of that scale Very is... Very the opposite. Is you just put him on, like we got to chat to him, but even if you just see him in any sort of social scenario, you look at that documentary on him, he's not got a bad bone in his body. I know, yeah. He just comes bloke. across as so likable. And he's, I think. He's got a great story as well. Yeah. And it probably helps him that he is kind of different as a champion like that. And when he comes across on like mainstream interviews or whatever like that, he just comes across as a really genuine, like interesting, nice guy who's like passionate about the things that he's passionate about and really articulate about them too. And and don't like take people, this the wrong way. He's got that 80s energy as well of like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like when he turns it on, he truly turns it on. And he's just so nice. Like I was listening to the Rene Paquette's podcast. Very good podcast. Mm, one of the best. <laughs> it's not ours. Um, with him. How many episodes have they had? <laughs> have they had? <laughs> Didn't I like 48 or something? Come she's, on, She's trying. She's trying. Come on. Maybe we'll have her on and help her out. <laughs> Uh, and her interview with him on that, and they were talking about like the title and stuff, and he's just so down to earth, and yeah. like he's not got the sort of star. Like he still f- knows like how much this means to him as like a child growing up and doing this, and it's still like everything's so real to him and just happening in the moment, and he's just so goddamn nice, and it's like you just want this guy to succeed. It's great. Also, just because we conclude this talk about Raw getting good. There was that crazy, brilliant US Championship no DQ match on <laughs> Monday night. Guys just beating the crap out of each Damian other. Damien Priest and Sheamus just, just going to town. And again, I never wish this on people, but the perfect time for Sheamus to go out with an injury. You know, he's got broken yeah, his nose yeah. about four times, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. He's gone off to get that sorted. Good. Finally. <laughs> Haven't come back. Maybe don't have the coat and the hat. But, uh, you know, I, I, I adore that man. And did you see what Goldberg said? to Bobby Lashley this week on Raw. He said something along the lines of, you'll be lucky if I kill you. <laughs> well, what's the bad side then? If kill, if death is, the, is, <laughs> is the like the, well, yeah, the upside. That's the easy way yeah. out, brother. <laughs> but we all sort of knew this was coming, didn't we, that the Goldberg things were running, they're running back at Saudi because it's yeah, all, now we're in October. Got, that's that's what's happening. Saudi written all over that show. Uh, that was another thing that Big E was talking about on the Rene uh, Paquette podcast was mm. about like he's got the dream match of the Goldberg thing and it's like, oh no, it's like a feasible time where mm. this might actually happen. He's here, he's wrestling. We might get Big E versus Goldberg, he's, which would be hilarious so long as Goldberg loses. I was going to say, just be careful yeah. what you wish for. But Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg is going to be interesting to see what they pull out of that. But yeah, Sheamus is a beast, a man beast. And when you let Sheamus do what Sheamus loves to do, which is legitimately kick people's ass, <laughs> it's never not entertaining. And yeah, a great match for Damian Priest for this title run. Right. Uh, we do have to briefly mention AEW because it's been brilliant again this week. Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. Really yeah. enjoyable. Great Congratulations match. to Sammy Guevara, new TNT champion. Yeah, a wonderful ending. just sort of tribute episode, obviously, to Brody Lee in Rochester. Dark Order getting back together again. Dark Order reuniting. Um, that that MJF promo. Yeah. The tightest tits in the game that is <laughs> Ethan Page. And yet, of all Somehow. this this show... All this brilliant talent on it, your Kenny Omegas, your CM Punk's, your Brian Danielsons, your Adam Coles, the elite, you know, all this young talent coming yeah. through. The, the talking about of the f- Matt Jackson versus Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson yeah. on Rampage. Let's start the show <laughs> this week, the one that everyone is talking about, the man who's dominated memes and GIFs and, and just Twitter for days. Twitter <laughs> is Armed Anderson, as he's now being called. Perfect. Let me just read this promo for you once more time. He talks about Malachi Black after Cody called him out after their tag match. And he said, no, Cody, shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. Uh, Malachi Black's an assassin. He's going to take out everyone to win a match. Look what he did to me. Look what he did to your brother. Look what he did to, you know, Lee Johnson, et cetera, et cetera. Look what he did to my son. He says, Cody, <laughs> you're the sort of person who'd give up your car if someone tried to steal it. But me... I'd pull out the Glock, put it on your forehead, and spill this guy's brains all over the concrete. I mean, I don't coach losers. Come with me, Johnson. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> incredible. Cody's face during it all as well, the way he sold it all, was just absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, the things that come out of people's mouths when you don't script them, eh? <laughs> we but never like, would have got this moment otherwise. Like we were saying, like, it was obviously a spot in the match last week. Just before that, he did yeah. fall off the apron. He and did, look, yeah. And I'm going to say this in the nicest possible <laughs> way, because that terrified me, that, right? Yeah. Hey, what was it he said as well? I'm on Anderson and all that entails. I was like, oh, my God. But he did look like a bit of a doddery old fool when he fell yeah. off the apron the first time, and then he took the bump. Talk about later. redeeming yourself. And then he comes out this week. It's like, oh, you're right, Grandad. I heard you had a bit of a fall. I'll shoot him in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He definitely brought a machine gun to a knife fight with this one. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Uh, before we get to the bloody good quiz, uh, and it may just be me and you on this one, hey. brilliantly. Uh, episodes. Uh, one of my favorite things that I've just been reminded of is uh, in the old studio, mm-hmm. uh, you and I, maybe we're doing something like this where we're doing a bit of wrestle culture and <laughs> hoping for a third member to join us later on. It's all a bit topsy-turvy in the water culture world. <laughs> and then one of the gold play buttons nearly killed us. <laughs> <laughs> Fell over. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the set falling down upon us. I'm so sad that wasn't on video as well. Uh, Hamlet just got clipped the audio and made that little he did. gif of the uh, Royal Rumble entrance. Oh, he's Armand Johnson or something. Yeah. Royal Rumble entrance. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, once again, thank you for joining us and supporting us for these 3,000 podcasts. Let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed at What Culture WWE on Twitter. But enough of all this, it's now time for a bloody good quiz. One on one edition. <laughs> I'm excited. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Palmeroid. I I I couldn't believe this review. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go, uh, just it's it's the old uh, they had us in the first half, not gonna lie. Okay. This this I mean it's I mean they had us in the entire two halves right until the final whistle, if I'm quite <laughs> Palmeroid writes the title of this <laughs> the title of this review film. Three thousand episodes. Is miserable. <laughs> Pomeroy writes <clears throat> A gentleman's three of a podcast, sick emoji. <laughs> Saved by funny impressions. Oh, I'll stop it, you Pomeroy. Please stop saying run it back. Well, right. Stop saying life affirming too. Also, is there any need for five to eight podcasts to drop every single day? <laughs> Probably some sort of ploy to stop listeners from enjoying other podcasts. It's as though <laughs> they've been given huge amounts of money, we wish, uh, to churn loads of them out as if they were not doing this in the first place anyway. Listen if you must, avoid if you can, but always find a less miserable podcast. Five stars. <laughs> did he? Did you... Misunderstand the star rating. Imagine <laughs> Meltzer saying that. That crap, no DQ match from NXT 2.0 this week. Yeah, Electra Lopez and BFAB wasn't great. <laughs> we're on the same page. They put weapons in to try and hide it. We all could see what was going on. Fell to pieces. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Nia Jackson, Charlotte Flair got into a bit of a shoot fight on Raw. Five stars. It's a bit. Speaking of Meltzer, I've just watched Victory TNA Victory Road from 2011 for one Retro Ups and favorite, Downs. One of my favorite bad pay-per-views, that. Yep. And Dave's star ratings. He gave um, Matt Morgan versus um, Homicide. Is that where he squirts in with the blood? Where, where it's the first blood match, and he squirts in with, like, ketchup or something. And he gets busted open prior to that, Yeah, and yeah. he's actually busted open when he does this, and yet he still somehow wins. Um, he gave that a dud, but he gave... Sting versus Jeff Hardy in the main event. Only minus one star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only, what, 90 seconds. I don't know if I can go wrong. Yeah, but... Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that pay-per-view this weekend. Awful. Is that Retro Ups and Downs this that weekend? That is Retro Ups and Downs. Coming on Sunday, it is awful, that show. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, quiz. Have you phoned it in? That's the big question. With 3,000 episodes in, we started it by phoning it in, apparently. Are you going to end it, by? I've, I've written a quiz, appropriately, because let's not forget, this is podcast... 3,000. 
just realised, what if, do we get done for playing? I was this? just going to say, you're going to get copyrighted from oh, <laughs> It's probably short enough, we'll be fine. Hang on. These nuts. Right, that'll just throw them off the scent, <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, because it's such a momentous occasion, a record for us here at What Culture. Mm-hmm. I've written a quiz all about crazy wrestling records. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. And it's just going to be me and you by the looks of it. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Question number one. Shout out your name. <laughs> yeah, Wait for me to come to you. <laughs> just in case. Maybe I should be clear as well. <laughs> uh, multiple choice, as I said. Yeah, and uh, it's just for fun, this. Okay. It's just for fun. Oh, I need, my, I need my... Where's my button? Oh, get your sounds. There we go. It's worrying because I've discovered that you can go onto a third page. Oh, dear. Opens up a whole new world oh. of possibilities. Anyway, so all that... Mad wrestling records, this. Question number one. (laughs) How many times has Big Show turned? (laughs) (laughs) Is it the fact that the lowest number on this is 27? (laughs) Is it, according to the internet at least, 27 times? Is this just in WWE or is this Is when he went to AEW? Did he leave as a heel in WWE and then debut as a face? uh, He left as a face. Ah, so it's not a turn when he went to AEW. murdered by Randy Orton, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Towards the end, everyone who was going to AEW did. Hey, Mark, (laughs) what's wrong with your leg? Can Randy take the piss out of that? (laughs) He was teaming with, like, the... The Viking Raiders and the Street Profits to fight off ninjas. I don't know. Of course. But he turned up as a face in AEW. Yeah. And as far as I know, he's remained a face. Yeah. So I'm not watching thing. him on Dark. I refuse. Anyway, how many <laughs> times Big Show turned? 27, 30, 33, or 36? Incredible. It's got to be the biggest. Biggest, biggest, biggest. Yay! <laughs> 36 <laughs> times? Did he turn... At Six. WrestleMania 36 as well. He like came back and went, oh, yes. let's have another yeah. match. There's definitely been a show where he's turned twice, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely like returned Ridiculous. and then immediately turned. Returned as a baby face to a baby face reaction, having left as a heel or being injured as a heel and gone away. Yeah. Come back, turned heel again. Remember when Stephanie McMahon just used to make him cry on pretty much every single episode? <laughs> <And> then, <before. laughs> then didn't he try and... And then he just went, oh, I'll align myself with the authority, obviously. Yeah. I mean, they just bullied me and... Made me cry all the time. Just can't beat him, join him. Yeah. <laughs> right. One nil to fill so far. Hey, we're doing it. Question number two. <laughs> Who has the best undefeated record at WrestleMania? Is it Sable, RVD, AJ Lee, or Terry Funk? Ooh. What were they again? Sable, RVD, AJ Lee or Terry Funk? I'm trying to think how many AJ Lee's actually been at. I'm going to go RVD. Tell you what. Yay! Is it three or four? Four and O. Oh. Four. They're all, I think, an O, oh, if I'm not mistaken. I think maybe like Sable, AJ, and Terry Funk might all be on two and O, oh, but I might yeah, be wrong. Yeah, that's there. what I thought. I was thinking two. I knew RVD had at least three. Nice. Now, there was a great. Second take. <laughs> there was a great thread. <laughs> Uh, a while back um, on Twitter, and I'm for the life of me can't remember who the bloke who tweeted it. It's about <laughs> it's about Hulk Hogan's mistruths. Let's say okay. He claimed he'd wrestled f- over 400 days in a year. Okay, because of, of crossing the dateline when he pushed <laughs> to Japan. That's a load of bollocks, obviously. But Greg Valentine back in 1985 did have a pretty impressive record. How many match- matches? Did he claim to work in 1985? Was it 239, 259, 279, or 299, Phil Chambers? Sheesh. I'm going to try and use Cleary logic for this one. It's not going to be the biggest because you've already done that. Correct. So I'm going to go classic one of the middle ones, old school Wilborn. The 3,000 episodes. I'll go with C. Yay! Yay! I only went with C because the last one was B. <laughs> 279 is the correct answer. Uh, right, question four. 
Uh, one of the big records you can achieve, of course, is a five-star match, according to Dave Meltzer. Brian Danielson just recently so achieved his first one. First Catching up ever. to Lars Sullivan now. <laughs> so, that leaves. Which of these legends haven't had a five-star match in WWE, according to Dave Meltzer? Kay. Is it Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels... Or Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh, that's a good one. It's mad to think that one Surely of them Surely Bret Hart has. Surely. I know the Undertaker Michaels matches were like 4.75 stars. Outrageous. Four and a half and 4.75. He's such a mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but surely Sean's had other ones earlier in his career. When he was maybe a bit more kind to WWE. <laughs> but then Austin had the Bret Hart one. Was that five stars? What was the other one? Kurt Angle. I'm going to go Kurt Angle, just because he was probably in an era where Dave was maybe being a bit harsher on WWE. Yay! <laughs> four from four, Phil Chambers. Blimey. I can tell you. Uh, Shawn Michaels did have a, did have probably several five star matches. I'm guessing really early on. I think the ladder match with Razor was probably five yeah, stars yeah. off the top of my head. Brett versus Austin yeah, was five stars, as was go. Brett versus Owen. Oh, of course. Kurt Angle has a four point seven five stars match Shawn with Michaels. Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 21. And the fact that that wasn't given five stars, yeah, especially it's on ridiculous. a show with John Cena versus JBL, <laughs> is that the main yeah. event? You God's sake, that was awful. Ridiculous. Me and Nicholas watched that ages ago, watched that back, and I genuinely couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah. Like, the fact that that's a main event. Yeah. Like, when we're sitting there, going, and I'm, like, going, oh, well, I suppose, yeah, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and we'll just watch Shinsuke Nakamura won the fucking Rumble. <laughs> yeah, 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 don't put that. Do this, and it's just JBL in a clothesline, <laughs> John Cena <laughs> pumping up his shoes for a bit. <laughs> Bloody F you in a match that we all knew he was going to. Imagine that. Yeah, was John Cena going to win? Well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe because look at the difference between anyway. <laughs> four from four. Okay. Hey. Question five. <laughs> How much money did WCW lose in the Ooh. year 2000? <laughs> now, stats vary on this, so I've just gone with the generally okay. considered correct one. $25 million. <laughs> Lowest of value there. $25 million in a year. Lost. Was it $25 million? 45 million, 65 million, or 85 million dollars oh, in a year. God. I don't think it'll be biggest again. I'm going to just go off logic. I'm going to go for the first one because you haven't done that yet. 25 million. 25 million. No, dear, ah, that's wrong. I can tell you. It wasn't 85, was it? It wasn't. It was sixty-five bloody hell million dollars in a year. Of course, Bischoff, you know, says, "Oh, that's a load of bollocks." Yeah, but still, we've all seen WCW in the year two thousand. Yep, I think I read. I might... we just watched Bash at the Beach for two thousand <laughs> for Retro Ups and Downs last week. I think run a good run of great shows where Jarrett lies down for Hogan, and you're like, "Yep, you can see why this company died." This is. God off. I'm not sure if it was this if it was the year two thousand or around then, but I was reading doing some research for this that at one point it sounds not as bad now considering how big WWE is, but just remember it's WCW in like the year two thousand. Yes, they had Thunder, but they had hundred and fifty rosters members on their roster. Fifty. Bloody hell. Right, next question. There's also a match on Bash at the Beach two thousand where it's a Wedding dress match oh, or something, fun. and they obviously have to tear the wedding dress match, no wedding dress off. But they just give up on doing that, and Stacey Keeler just decides to take her clothes off anyway, and then throw a cake at the other person and wander off. And that was like it didn't even have a finish. It wasn't like that she lost. She just gave up on wrestling the other person's clothes off and was just like, ah, oh, well, I'll just take my clothes off. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's it's. I feel like it's WCW. Yeah, it must be. Where they had a catches catch cam match with Dean Malenko, and it was that so was like, all over the sodding place yeah. that he didn't remember that he was in a catches catch cam match. <laughs> went out of the ring to like break it up to like have a breather, and they went, "You've gone out of the ring. You're not allowed to. You've lost the match." <laughs> it's the end, and he just walked to the back, going, "Ah, oh, 
bollocks. <laughs> okay, it's WCW. <laughs> right, okay, next question. Now, it's going to be slightly different from what your brain automatically goes to over the years. Okay. This next question. Which superstar has the most championships in WWE history? Is it Raven, Edge, Chris Jericho, or Crash Holly? Ooh, hardcore championship. Getting in there with a bang. You, know, you automatically go to Cena and Flair and what have you. Crash Holly did have a lot, but that was all he had. Raven again, also a lot. Raven can't have more than Crash Holly, surely. What were the other two? Edge or Chris Jericho? Eee, Jericho's had like seven or eight icy title reigns. Plus everything else, obviously. But is it more than Crash Holly? Is it Raven? I don't know. I'm going to go with Crash Holly for Bance. Very close. No, dear, that's wrong. It's Raven. Ah, damn it. Do you know how many he's got, according to the internet? 32 <laughs> championship reigns. I'm going to double check now what his, uh, what his, how many <laughs> hardcore title reigns he's had. Incredible. Yeah, let's have a look. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 27 hardcore championship <laughs> reigns. Mainly hardcore championship <laughs> reigns, let's be honest. <laughs> right, okay. Next question. What are you on? Four, four, four correct four, answers four, so yeah. far. Question seven. What Guinness World Record does Dwayne The Rock Johnson hold? Is it (laughs) fastest time to one million Instagram followers? Okay. Most liked tweet in a year, that is. Yeah. Loudest wrestling huge pap. Okay. Or most selfies in three minutes. (laughs) 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 I really hope it's the selfie one, but I'm going to go with Instagram. No, dear, Ah! that's wrong. That is, well, when I Googled funny, it might be overtaken by now. Rupert Grint. Wow. Off of Harry Potter. Of course. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be him? (laughs) Last time to a million Instagram followers. I don't know. I can't remember the most liked tweet is. Loudest wrestling pop isn't a record as far as I'm aware because they said there's no way to gauge this after yeah, CM Punk's rampage thing. thing yeah. What's most selfies <laughs> in three minutes? <laughs> Why? Why did it he was, do this? It was on the red carpet for one of his brilliant films. <laughs> uh, and he did 105 in three minutes. Wow. Very impressive, that's that, really impressive. That's very much like him, isn't it? Like you see sometimes. You remember the clip of the lad from One Direction who just like go ah click ah click. (laughs) You feel like rocks. Dwayne's just smiling throughout that because he's just happy go lucky guy. That's crazy. That's more than one. That's one every two seconds. Yeah, something like that. Seconds. One every like one point eight seconds. One hundred and five in three minutes. That's like one hundred eight hundred. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, okay, next question. Uh, Andre the Giant holds the record for wrestlers who fall asleep in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> who was Andre the Giant wrestling when he allegedly fell asleep in the ring for eight minutes? <laughs> was it Jake the Snake Roberts, Big John Studd, Harley Race, or Killer Khan? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I saw this and it said, wrestlers to have fallen asleep in the ring, one. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, it feels like something I should know from a list, but I don't. What were the options again? Uh, Jake Roberts, Big John Studd, Harley Race, or Killer Khan. Was it a, can't have been a one-on-one match. <laughs> it was a one-on-one match. <laughs> what? How? He put him in a headlock and he fell asleep. <laughs> And then he was like, oh, I've just got to sell that. We're doing a really long headlock spot. <laughs> According to reports, anyway. Love it. Um, sorry, what were the again? <laughs> Jake Roberts, Big John Studd, Harley Race, Killer Khan. Let's go with Big John Studd. Yay! <laughs> it's the correct Complete answer. Best. Very good. <laughs> yeah, eight minutes. Incredible. I, I mean... I get bored. Like, I get bored with Jay, a headlock spot Jay, going into a break. <laughs> Come Jay, on. You okay? <laughs> 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 uh, love it. I just remember the Jake the Snake when he was on I think Joe Rogan. 
talking about <laughs> Andre the Giant sitting on him and fighting on him. <laughs> Great story. Uh, right, question nine. Now, records obviously refer to like great achievements, but also criminal records. Oh, okay. Why, Phil Chambers, was Roman Reigns arrested in 2010? I think it was just before he started in FCW, that infamous mugshot. Okay. Was it impersonating a police officer, <laughs> accidental assault? <laughs> okay. All of these have got stories behind them, by the way. Disorderly conduct and intoxication. Or counterfeiting. <laughs> wow. Uh, the intoxication one definitely feels like another member of his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with impersonating a police officer because it's the funniest. No, dear, that's ah. wrong. I can tell you that was Matt Morgan. <laughs> of course it was. I can't remember. Basically, someone caught him up in traffic and he pulled up alongside him and said, do that again. Something's going to happen. <laughs> and they took his number plate down rang the police and said, I can't remember what he said. He said something along the lines of implying he's a police officer. Yeah. The accidental I mean, assault one is Vader. He kind of got a bit done because I think he was in Japan or he was somewhere promoting a match and the reporter or the interviewer said, is wrestling real? And he thought it yes, was a big gimmick thing. This. And he like yeah. flipped the table and grabbed the bloke's tie and they went, yeah, that's assault, brother. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, disorder, he, uh, Roman's got a bit... Piston had a bit of a fight, that's all. He's fine. <laughs> Acknowledge him. <laughs> Final question, favourite question in this. I say the best to last here, Phil. What? Did the Smackdown fist allegedly weigh the same Ooh. as? Ooh. Okay. Is it 3,000 iPhone 11s, each with a single <laughs> What Culture podcast on them? Is it... A great white shark? Is it a blue whale's tongue? <laughs> of course. Or is it 20 baby elephants? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with 20 baby elephants. That sounds like a thing that they'd weigh it against. No, dear, ah, that's wrong. What? It allegedly, I think, weighs 6,000 pounds. <laughs> No wonder they don't can bring it back, which is the same as a blue whale's tongue. It is. Wow. That's really that odd. just seems like a really odd thing to compare it to because, like, it's a part of a much and bigger it, animal. I literally Googled. I you say, have, like, an elephant or something, you can visualize that quite easily. It was on a really old list of mine about, like, weird wrestling facts. <laughs> and then I looked it up, and it's literally like you Google, like, what did the SmackDown fist weigh the same as? And it just says, blue whale's tongue. <laughs> it doesn't say it weighs 6,000 pounds. Just say it's the same as Blue Whale's tongue. Nice. So she's just, just, oh, oh, now I get it. Yeah, measurements. That's why how, that's how I buy my vegetables. Hello, can <laughs> I have uh, one millionth of Blue Whale's tongue versus carrots, please? I would like a Blue, balls, <laughs> Blue Whale's eyeballs worth of apples, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's 50-50. I think ironically, that's 50-50 in that I, quiz. I'm pretty sure over the last 3,000 episodes, <laughs> I've not got any better at quizzes and still firmly 50-50. <laughs> 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 Still half as good at this job as anybody else. <laughs> Still, or, uh, it's not quite the same as guesswork. If it was, if it was <laughs> yeah, guesswork. I'm fine. I'm still, I'm still twice as good as guesswork. Yes, that's, that's okay. I'll take it. Congratulations for doing so well <laughs> on Wrestle Culture, the the quiz on the podcast that is number three thousand. <laughs> So, Phil, this is it. Wrestle culture in the books. Congratulations on winning this week's hashtag bloody good quiz. Where can people follow you on Twitter? At PhilMyChambers. And while you're at it, go to Kayfabe News on YouTube and subscribe over there as well. YouTube.com forward slash Kayfabe News. And where can people follow you on Twitter? They can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Honestly, though, guys, 3,000 podcasts is absolutely ridiculous. Thank you so much for all your support, your lovely tweets, everything over the past few years. 3,000 more coming your way. Don't worry, this isn't us signing off. This is... This <laughs> we is done re- now. We got our goal. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Um, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling if you haven't done so already. We've had 3,000 reminders prior to this. <laughs> A daily wrestling podcast, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, Rampage, Dynamite reviews, all that sort of thing. But for now...
Wrestle Culture and Podcast 3000. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling 3000 times. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.